Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Truth About Trucking Live. Alan Smith here, and today is Tuesday, May 5th, 2009, and we're glad you're here. appreciate you tuning in, as always. And our special guest this evening is actually making his second appearance right here on Blog Talk Radio, and he was on back in uh, December of 08. And it was one of our most popular received shows to date, actually, bringing in hundreds of listeners. And it has been downloaded so far 528 times. And uh, Jack Martin of A1 Freight Broker Training is going to be with us. And we're just waiting for him to call in. He might have got tied up there with his business. And uh, as you may have read from the show description, when... uh, freight forwarding giant, you know, the DHL company, pulled out of the U.S., they called Jack Martin for help and training, apparently for their, uh, what was going to be their international operation. So he was a man they called, and he is uh, a recognized leader in uh, freight brokering and training, and we are going to be discussing a number of aspects about this business uh, how it can help you, uh, again, as an owner-operator to build your own customer base, the uh, the outlook on freight, uh, the importance of checking credit, and how this falls in line within today's economic times. And most importantly, looking back at the current state or the present state of our government bailing out uh, corporate America and Wall Street and um, the many trucking companies that have gone under, especially in 2008, and what exactly all of this means for you, the professional truck driver, and and especially you upcoming CDL grads just getting started in your trucking career. And um, our, well, we had him up there, but now he's gone again, Donna. Yeah. Uh, The call-in number, if you'd like to participate, is 347-826-9170. So a lot of things to focus on this evening by the expert in the field, Jack Martin of A1FreightTraining.com. So be sure and check out that site. And he popped up again here. So let me pull him up here. (laughs) Um, There we go. Welcome back to the show. How are you? (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry to all the listeners out there. I mean, it's just something like the powers to be don't want us to be on tonight with you. You know, so it must going to be that it's going to be a good show tonight. You know. Um, oh yeah, it's always a good show. I I saw you yeah. pop up, then I saw you disappear, and and the lady oh. in my ear was saying your show will begin in five, four, three, and I still didn't three, see two, you there. One, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the old saying is it's better to be late than never. You know, I mean, oh, um, that's I right. used a program called Skype, and uh, for some reason it just didn't want to work right now. And so, um, 
but I was able to scramble around and get it done and stuff. You know, and I was catching some of the bits and stuff that you were saying and stuff. You know, and Alan, um, you know, uh, one of the things that really touched me and actually brought a tear to my eye um, recently, uh, you know, I've been involved in this transportation industry my whole entire life, um, and that's one reason, as we talked on the last show, why um, I started A1, you know. But one of the things that touched my heart not too long ago was a song that came out um, by John Rich, and I don't know if very many of our listeners listen to country and western music, but um, I just went in today and pulled a uh, expert in a little bit out of it. And in the song, he's saying, while they're living it up on Wall Street in that New York City town, here in the real world, they're shutting Detroit down. Well, I believe and it's been going on for a long time, that here in the real world, which is our drivers and our transportation companies, they're shutting the transportation industry down. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, you know, we and I got back together and we started talking about what we wanted to make the next show about, you know, and I think what's mm-hmm. happening is the state our economy's in, you know, and... With transportation being the backbone to America, you know, the old saying has always been true, always will be true. And it's real simply, if you got it, a truck brought it, you know. Right. Um, And, you know, I hope that our listeners will go to YouTube and look at that song and replace that word with they're shutting Detroit down, with they're shutting the transportation industry down. Last year, we had Jevic, 1,100 trucks strong, close its doors. DHL pulled out of America, you know, mm-hmm. and has gone mm-hmm. basically um, no longer yellow trucks running the highways. You know, years gone by, we've seen companies that have been in the industry forever close their doors in the last 10 years. You know, CF being one of them, Consolidated Freightways, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, big major trucking companies out there that are no longer in existence and are struggling and keeping their doors open by by the skin of their teeth. You know, and one of the things I teach and that I try and instill in all of my clients in A1 Freight Broker Training is take care of your trucks. Don't try and make the money off in the back of the trucks because those guys are out there trying to make a living you know um before the show today i was looking at uh, some different articles i watch uh, meet a uh, uh, website all the time because i you know a lot of my clients i uh, are in the meat and po- produce industry and stuff you know and uh one of the biggest things that a lot of my clients do is poultry and so i watch meat and poultry all the time and one of the articles that was in there today is the Haines celestial group sustained a loss of forty one million one hundred fifty thousand dollars Tyson Foods recorded a loss of 104 million during the second quarter of physical year 2009. You know, and what's really sad is with the economy in a recession, many companies are being forced to really rely more on their vendors and on the finances and their working capital, you know, to keep their doors open. And as a result, what's happening? 
is both the collection department and the agencies are, uh, of these departments that are billing the billing and everything, you know, are seeing a rapidly increase with customers that a year ago or two years ago were paying a net 30 or less, now getting stretched out to 45 days, you know, 36 right. days, because they're, they're having to pull the resources from somewhere. And unfortunately, in our industry, the first one that gets pulled from is we can pay the truck later, you know. And it happens in the brokering industry because as the brokers, they can't get paid, you know, quickly. Then a lot of times the brokers are are having to, you know, slow down on payments to the trucks, okay. And so it's, it, it's you know, we're seeing more and more of this. You know, companies now that um, – you know that 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 are strong right now. They're the ones that are lurking. That those are increasingly, you know, delinquent you know, portfolios and stuff. Tomorrow they're going to be the ones that are going bankrupt. You know. However, many of these accounts just temporarily backing up on on slowing down on their payments, and that's the first thing that we've got to pay attention to. You know. Right. Yeah. And I, I was looking through all that. Um, through the course of the week, I keep an eye on it, and um, you know, you talking about quarterly losses like that. I mean, just the amounts are mind-boggling, and they're not going to be able to hang on too many quarters with that with those kind of losses. So that even adds, you know, a more scariness feel to the whole situation. Yeah, you know, and and I put out a blog not too long ago that said, uh, "Who's going to stand up for the transportation industry?" You know, who's mm-hmm. going to? You know, I mean. The wall, the guys on Wall Street, you know, uh, the banks and all of them are getting bailed out. But you know what, Alan? What would happen if every truck in America couldn't afford to run tomorrow? You know, because they were well, bankrupt. You know, where would we be then? Yeah. You know, there'd be no more food on the shelves. There'd be no more, you know, no more uh, places to go. You know, I mean, no more clothes. I mean, we'd be in a total anarchy. You know, so I mean. You know, that's the first thing we've got to take care of, you know, and building our customer base right now has got to be a number one thing on everybody's mind. You know, I mean, it's it, it's something right now that, you know, you've got to do your due diligence. You know, customers that, you know, I, I did a little point synopsis that I wanted to bring up tonight. Um, if I can get my computer to work with me, you know, but basically <laughs> I know what, it, you know, what I had written um and uh, you know what I was what I was saying is you know one of the number one points is build right now build slowly and build carefully you know number two when a customer doesn't you know when you do get a new customer don't overspend credit you know don't see how they're going to pay you you know see how they're going to get their invoices back to you when you do invoice them you know. Uh, Customers that you've maybe doing long term with, you know, every three to six months right now with the way the economy is and everything, run them through through companies like TransCredit, Trans uh, Dun and Bradstreets, uh, Corterra. There's several of them out there. You know, check their credit about every three to six months. You know, watch carefully. You know your aging reports. You know, if you're using QuickBooks, you know, watch those aging reports. You know, if you see a customer that goes from paying you normally in 30 days to paying you in 45, you know, you know that they're struggling, mm-hmm. you know, 
and, right. and, and and pay attention to those, you know. And then most importantly right now, which is one of the things we wanted to talk about, was never stop looking for new accounts, you know. Um, one of the best programs I've found out there for finding new accounts is a, is a simple program. It costs nine ninety five. Uh, it's called uh, GoLeads.com. Now, um, there's a program out there called Sales Genie that uh, are databases of, of thousands of, you know, upon, you know, I think uh, GoLeads has got 14 million companies in it. You know, wow. uh, call your local vendors, you know, um, and talk to them and say, look, you know, um, I'm just 10 miles up the road, you know, uh, I'm, 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 you know, I can be here every day, you know, uh, we, can, can you use me, you know, and where a lot of people go wrong in this and they're building their shipper base and stuff is they want to go in there and without even finding out if they can, if they even use outside carriers, is just go in there and tell them how, how much they can do for them. You know, and and and, and being a professional salesperson, which you have to be when you put that hat on, to build your customer base, is you have to be a professional salesperson. You know, listen to the needs, you know, of of those customers. Listen to the needs of what they want, what they've got to say, what they need you for, you know, and then see if you actually have got a fit between you and them, you know. And then most importantly mm-hmm. with the things that are going on with the economy right now is ask them, how quickly can you pay me, you know, um, you know, and, and listen to what they got to say, you know. Uh, so it's, it's really, you know, right now I, I feel the crunch. I think everybody that's out there feels the crunch, um, you mm-hmm. know, especially in our industry. Where last year, you know, in 2008, uh, you know, I hope we don't see another year like them. But gas, you know, fuel prices were up to almost three dollars a, a gallon. Now here in the first part of 2009, the economy's gone to heck in a handbasket. You know, major companies that you know that were, you know, last year were were up, are down. You know, I mean, drastically down. You know, right. So it's really important to just right now, if you can afford to hang on, is to hang on. And and do a lot of due diligence, you know. Do you know really pay attention to 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 to, to every penny that you know goes into your business and into your operation. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, that's specifically with the you know the owner operators, the people that are you know handling their own business, you know. But you were saying something earlier. Uh, we were talking about, um, and it goes back to uh, all these bailouts that we're seeing, but the uh, the blue-collar workers, which really the majority of workers in the country are not getting any kind of the uh, total loss of U.S. jobs, I was reading earlier, is, is at 5 million worldwide lost jobs are at 20 million. And you were saying, now, when we come to these company drivers, you know, they don't they don't have to deal with their own, own freight, but you had made... The old adage of you know don't put all your eggs in one basket, and uh, I found that interesting because um, the company they're with today may not be here tomorrow. That that's true. I mean, I remember <laughs> when uh, the news broke last year about Jevic. You know, all the drivers that were devastated. You know, um, look back a few years, Alan. Major company out of Salt Lake City. I mean, even though they recuperated. 
and came back underneath an umbrella, different umbrella. But C.H. or uh, Dick Simon had been around forever. You know, mm-hmm. they went out. Right. You know, they're now central uh, central refrigerated. But uh, I remember one time years ago. Uh, you know, um, you know, uh, Fry Miller out of Bakersfield, California. They went through right. a, a bankruptcy. You know, they're mm-hmm. back out there mm-hmm. again and doing pretty good. You know, but my gosh, it could happen. You know, I mean, I look back over my history and stuff. You know, I mean, um, they may still be out there, but they're not out there in this force like they were in the in, in the eighties and stuff. But Days Express, you know. They they were a major player at one time, you know. I mean, so you know, when you're a company driver and stuff, you know, you know, when you're a company driver and stuff, you know, um, you you kind of you're kind of you're kind of you know okay as long as your company's doors are open, you know. But right, you know, you still you know you still got to keep your resume in hand and you still got to prepare because that's how you feed your family. You know, I mean, if your company's starting to slow down and stuff and, you know, I mean, they're going through some problems. I never encourage anybody jump ship during those times because, you know, it's just like working with your shippers right now. If you're working with a shipper and they're having a hard time and stuff and, you know, you stick with them through the tough times and they survive, they're going to remember you. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're definitely going to remember you. But the minute that you hit a, a 36 day pay and you run the opposite direction. You know, when things turn around mm-hmm. for them, you know, uh, they're going to go, well, who are you? You know, and, oh, you know, right. the ones that are going to stick to them, they're the tough times, good and bad, are the ones that are going to come out at the end. Do I believe that this is all going to turn around? Most definitely. You know, this is not the worst that we've ever seen it in the transportation industry. If you remember back in the early, you know, back in the 70s, yeah, in early the 80s. 70s, stuff, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, yeah. if you remember back then and stuff, if there's listeners out there that remember the transportation industry back then, you know, we had it tough at those times, too, you know. But, you know, is it definitely time to be cautious? Is it definitely time to be watching everything that you're doing? Absolutely. You know, absolutely. You know, that, uh, you know, are we going to survive this? Trucking will never go away. It can't afford to in America. If trucking left America, we wouldn't have any trucks rolling up and down the uh, up and down this, the the coast and the interstates and stuff. You know, I mean, through the fuel crunch, we've seen a lot of trucks that had to close down and stuff. But we still right. continue to move freight. You know, it, you know, it, it's yeah. never going to completely go away. You know. No, no, we'd we'd be a third world country within a week if that if that was the case. <laughs> Exactly, you know. Well, what do you since, you know, since you're you you deal so much with freight? I mean, what, what uh, Bernanke, Bernard Bernanke, I think his name is. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I was I was reading earlier. You might have seen it, but he he put out a statement today where um, he believes uh, it's going to turn around by the end of this year. Uh, uh, not meaning that everything's going to be hunky and dory at the dorky at the end of the year, but at least we're going to see a turnaround. But even then, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I'm no uh, economist, but it, even if we do start turning around, uh, don't you think it's probably still going to be quite a while before really things get back to the way they were? What What are you seeing 
as far as the freight numbers and uh, everything you deal with freight, what, what are you thinking about that? Well, right now we're definitely going through a, time, a tough time and everything. I mean, it, it definitely is something that, you know, um, right now the numbers are down on everybody and everything. But, uh, you know, I, I'm along with the uh, with, with Danaki and those that, uh, you know, by the fourth quarter of this year, um, hopefully sooner, you know, um, I believe we're going to see a major turnaround. You know, I mean, I think March this year is the worst March the trucking industry has seen in a long, long time, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, usually it's always worse before, you know, before it gets better, you know. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, let, let it, of everything closing down and in, in, in our economy, and and you know and and the way we know of living completely collapsing, we got nowhere to go but up, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I do think that we've got to find someone out there, you know, whether it be OOIDA or whether it be, um, you know, the 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 American Trucking Association or who it may be. Okay needs mm-hmm. to stand up and you know that's one thing i did like i was saying i did a blog not too long ago who's going to stand up for the trucking industry i do think that we need to see um i do think that we need to see a, a definite increase in freight rates i do think we do definitely need to see uh, a uniformed combined effort on all the trucks to, to pull together you know um, you know, and, and somebody present it to the shippers, you know, and somebody go to the, to the, to the manufacturers and say, look, you know, this is what we're going yeah. to do, you know, because, you know, with, with, and I don't think that, that giving, you know, I don't think that giving Wall Street, you know, and bailing the banks out and bailing all that out, you know, is the answer, you know, that's just my personal opinion. I'm not an, hmm. I'm not a, you know, a, a, a financial person by any means. Okay, but I would like to mm-hmm. see, you know, uh, a subsidizing come back to the transportation industry or come to the transportation industry. I'd like to see somebody come and stand up and and say, you know, hey, you know, we can't do this no more. You know, but there again, um, you know, do I think that we'll see that in the near future? I can only hope and pray. Okay. But yeah. you know the me you know the key thing is you know right now the guys that are out there that are running the trucking companies, uh, the brokers. I hope there's several brokers listening right now. Uh, you know, understand you know that we've got a uniform. We've got to stand together and we've got to tell the shippers that you know what, um, hey, we understand what you're going through. We understand that the economy is in a crunch and stuff. You know. And we're willing to stick with you. But at the same time, be fair to us, okay? We're the ones running up and down the highway. And if we go bankrupt because, you know, we're the last ones that you think about paying, you know, we're the last ones that you think about, you know, sending the check to, you know, and we go down Mm -hmm. by droves, you know, where are we at then, you know? So, I mean, definitely right now, if you're building a customer base and building a client base, you know, do it with due diligence. You know, do it, you know, do it slowly. You know, don't, don't, 
don't go out there like in years gone by and, you know, I mean, and, and, and get yourself into a situation where, you know, um, if they do go bankrupt, you're going down with them, you know. I mean, do your credit checks, yeah. you know, definitely do your credit checks, you know. Right now is a definite time that, you know, that, uh, you know, the credit companies that you may be using, whether it be TransCredit, whether it be, you know, Corterra, whether it be, uh, you know, whatever you may be using to check your credit, whether you're calling other carriers and seeing how they're get pay- getting paid, um, whether, you know, you know, whatever it may be. You know, I, I remember, you know, I know on your blog you had mentioned, you know, about DHL, you know, and I mean, and that was just one subsidy, by the way. Uh, the Atlanta mm-hmm. office um, gentleman mm-hmm. called me uh, when he told me back in December that they were closing down. You know, he called me in and he had me consult him and show him and, and, and work with him on how to, uh, you know, open up and run a brokerage, you know. But they were mm-hmm. devastated. I remember that devastation. You know, I remember that day that I arose. You know, I arrived there in uh, December, you know, and met with the gentleman that I worked with, my client. You know, um, mm-hmm. he didn't know which way to turn. He didn't know what he was going to do next, you know. He didn't know where he was going to go, you know. I mean, he had a solid business and everything, and, uh, you know, he basically didn't know what his next step was, you know. So, I mean, um, you know, that's that's, you know. Sorry about, I don't know yeah. if you guys can hear my dog in the background, but I apologize for that. <laughs> that's, that's okay. <laughs> he thinks, thinks he's a Rottweiler. He's my he's my mascot, <laughs> little four-inch poodle. Oh, is he? But, uh, oh. Yeah, you know, but, uh, you know, um, uh, I, I just, you know, and, and that's one of the things that I work with on my with my customers and stuff is, uh, you know, really carefully is uh, building their customer base and how to properly do it, you know, and how to really, you know, check what what's going on and everything, you know, so. But uh, well, you know. uh, I know you do a lot of traveling. I know you said you've kind of cut down on your traveling. Are you focusing more yeah. on offering the, the freight broker training, just as online? Or are you still doing it uh, on site? Right. Or tell us about that. Well, you know, if a company calls me and they want me to come on site, you know, um, I still will do that. But uh, you know, I, I looked at the economy and I looked at what was going on and stuff, um, and. Um, what was happening and everything, and I decided that you know that the online training was definitely more of a way to go, okay, and mm-hmm. uh, you know so I went I you know, went that direction and uh, you know that's that's what I'm doing right now is I'm I'm focusing more on that, you know and uh, I just launched a new program to help people cut down um, uh, their uh, some of their cost on training. You know, because really owning a freight brokerage is definitely definitely a way um, to uh, keep, uh, you know, to, to subsidize your trucking industry. You know, it definitely is, uh, you know, a way to help you, whatever your losses may be, is to, you know, never tell your customers no. You know, when they offer you freight and stuff, you know, be able to, to help them, you know. And uh, years gone by, we used to do what was known as, and you'll probably remember these, but we used to do what uh, was known as trip leasing a lot, you know. And, uh, you right. know, today, the way to re- actually do it is own your own, own brokerage, you know. Um, you know, with the FMCSA rules and everything, you know, own own your own brokerage. And, and you know, so what I did is I did a, uh, 
I did a, a program now that uh, is uh, complete online. Um, it's a video. as a video emails that you've been getting from me. Um, that's how I'll mm-hmm. be answering everybody. Um, and uh, I walk them step by step on how to broker, open the brokerage so they don't have to go out nowhere to anybody else. Um, and uh, uh, that complete program there is what I call the 375 program, you know, because my full program is 750. That's a phone pro- program. And so what I did is, uh, in, the, in there again, I was going to talk about it at the end of the show, but uh, um, as a courtesy to you, okay, there again, for having me on, you know, Truth About Trucking, which I'm honored to be here with all your clients and everything and all your people and all your listeners. Um, uh, I'm going to offer that for till the remainder of this month for $200, you know. So, you know, I'm out, I'm out there, you know. And another thing I've been doing lately is I put my manual out there. Um, I'm going to offer, uh, you know, I'm offering them, uh, an hour's worth of consultation no matter what it would be on, you know, because just because the name of the company is A1 Freight Broker Training um, uh-huh. doesn't mean that that's, that's what I focus on. If a trucking company needs uh, consulting and logistics consulting, you know, I'm going to do that. You know, if, uh, uh, you know, I've got one trucking company, uh, Mr. Ron Brown, who owns American Freight down in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, he came to me a few months back, and uh, he's doing quite well right now. Um, he came to me with just a bobtail. Today, he owns. I walked him through the process of putting, you know, he got his first trailer, and now he's built himself up. Uh, I helped him find customers and clients and showed him what he had to do there and uh, how to be successful at that. Uh, he's now got three trucks, you know, and that's within a matter of about four and a half months. And he's doing, he's seeing a profit, you know, he's doing quite well, you know, um, because wow. I do stick my clients. I mean, I, you know, they need me. I don't care if it's Sunday at 10 o'clock or it's Monday morning at 6. If my clients need me, I'm there for them, you know, and that's been my mm-hmm. my whole focus ever since I started this. So, you know, whether it's a trucking company that needs logistics consulting um, and how to increase their revenues or how to increase their profit margin, uh, you know, I, I, I'm there for them, you know, so, you know, I, I probably could have named the company different, but, uh, you know, when I first started it out, I was main focus was on brokering, but my heart's always been right. in the trucking industry and working with the trucking companies and, and teaching people as if you're a broker, remember the trucks are your customers too, you know, um, you know, not just the manufacturers. You know, because when you got a good following of carriers that, that, you know, will take care of you as you take care of them, you're going to be around for a while. But take care of them. Help them. You know, don't look to see what you can benefit from them. You know, these guys are struggling out there, man. I mean, they definitely are. You know, I mean, they're not the only one yeah. that is filling this crunch. You know, they're, mm-hmm. you know, I mean... You know, Wall Street and stuff, you know, that's why that Big and Rich song hit me so hard, you know, because he's talking about the blue-collar worker, and gosh, who's more blue-collar than the trucking industry, you know? I mean, you can't get more blue-collar than a a guy out there that's doing a lumber load, you know, throwing a tarp at 110 degrees, or a guy that's out there that, you know, he can't afford the lumber, and so he's... You know he's he's lumping his own own freight off at you know at minus zero, 
You know, I mean, <laughs> you can't get more you can't get more blue collar than that. You know, a driver's not just somebody that sits behind the, the steering wheel and or behind a truck and holds the steering wheel. You know, I mean, they're they're all around businessmen. You know, and you know, I mean, so it's not just you know, um, you know, the the crunch is not just with the with the big companies and everything and the major companies and stuff. We're all feeling it. You know, but like I said, you know, build slowly, guys. You know, take your time and 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 look and see who you really want to do business with, and and take the time and, and you know, and, and it may take you right now six months to get in with somebody, you know, because they're not hiring because they got you know, they 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 just don't have the freight that they had. You know, I mean, Tyson, if they felt one point four million during the second quarter, you know, that means their freight's down. You know. Yeah. And. Everybody wants to pull for Tyson, you know. I mean, um, you know, it, it, you know. I remember a, uh, I remember last, you know, last year, a major company I used to do a lot of business with was a company out of California called Branscom or uh, Harwood Products out of Branscom, California. They went bankrupt, mm-hmm. you know. And so, yeah, you know, it, it's just a, it's just an important time right now that when as we're building and as we're building our customers and our and our carrier base and everything and our cust and our customer base, you know, um, we've got to just pay attention to what we're doing. You know, trucking is going to survive. We're going to be around, but we just got to you know look out for one another, help one another. You know, do our credit checks, watch our watch our aging reports. You know. And of course, never, never, never stop looking for new accounts. You know, never put all your eggs right. in one basket. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it's going to turn around. It always does. And and even with these students and new CDL drivers coming on, that's having a really, really hard time finding work. In many cases, that's going to turn around, and we're probably going to see uh, the companies come back. Uh, uh, once again, needing needing drivers just as much, and we're probably going to start hearing sooner or later. We're going to start hearing again about a driver shortage, but it's just a matter if they can, uh, you know, hang on until then. But what amazes me at what you do is, even in the middle of the recession that we're in, the like the company you just said, you, you're actually bringing people in, and uh, they are, are being successful in trucking during this recession amazes me because a lot of these drivers say oh don't don't even think about being an owner operator right now but yet right. uh your training your training is is uh they're making profit yeah you know i mean i wish i had mr ron brown on the show with me you know i mean he's struggling yeah. but you know i mean he's he, he's making it you know i mean and he's doing quite well at it you know and and, and it's because you know, one thing, and I'm not saying I'm the best out there, guys, by any means. You know, I mean, there's probably people out there that could teach me a thing. And one of the things my daddy taught me at a very, very young age was when you know everything, you know everything about trucking, close close the bag up and walk away, you know. So, but, you know, <laughs> right. one thing that makes Mr. Ron successful, Mr. Ron Brown successful, is, man, he'll spend the time on the phone. He'll call me in the evening and we'll talk for two or three hours. You know, he'll spend the time in the morning, and we'll talk over co- over coffee. I mean, when he comes into town and stuff, uh, we go out to lunch. You know, and uh, you know he utilizes me. You know, and that's what that's the key thing about. You know, I tell any of my clients, don't worry about how many times you call me and 
how often we spend on the phone. I've, you know, some of my most successful people, I've had phone conversations for three, four hours with on the phone, you know, because that's what I'm there for. You know, I mean, if you're having problems building your customer base, then let's get on the phone together. Let's see what the problem is. You know, let's, let's, let's find a solution, you know, let's see how we can make it better. Okay. Um, So, you know, I mean, right now, um, if I was to say anything, um, I know there's a lot of good programs out there. I mean, um, you know, uh, you know, Peterbilt, you know, Freightliner, they all got fantastic programs. But if you're going to step into the arena as an owner operator, do it with, you know, go and find you something that you can affordably buy straight out, okay, as far as equipment, that you can affordably, affordably put on the road, you know. Um, you don't need the brand new shiny Peterbilt with the with the with all the chrome over it. You know you don't need the show truck. Right. You know you know right. you need a working truck. You know and, and it really, as long as you can haul that ice cream load if that's what you're hauling, and you know as long as you can haul that frozen chicken load if that's what you're hauling, as long as you can haul that tarped lumber load, if that's what you're hauling, you know as long as you have the right equipment to do the job. You know, uh, and you don't look like something's held together by bailing wire. Um, when you go into that shipper and you look in there and you look professionally, they're going to continue to use you. They need you. You know, it, it, you know the trucks are what's, what keeps the you know the, them alive. You know, and so you know when you go in there, you know make yourself a presentable. But what I say right now, don't go out and buy a truck. Don't get into trucking. No, but there again, if you're going to get into trucking, if right now that's what you want to do, make sure that you do your due diligence, that you take the time, don't jump in, you know, over your head. You know, don't don't jump in, you know, to that brand new, you know, shiny truck that's you know, you know, you got a, you know, you got a $1000 truck payment to make each month, you know, because the freight is right. tough out there right now. It definitely is, right. is is down, you know. It definitely is on, on a downslide right now, you know. And so you've got to do, you know, your due diligence on, you know, what you're doing and stuff, you know. So it's it's, well, an, it's let important. Me, let me ask. Understand. Let, uh-huh. let me ask you if uh, somebody comes along, and uh, I, I know you have you have you get quite a few clients and and owners mm-hmm. and things that uh that go through your course and they build their customer base. And um, mm-hmm. because a lot of these owner owner operators are, are leasing, you know, and they're really, uh, you know, they're, they're they're really just pulling for the company. But the the owner operators out there that are digging for their own business and everything, and they they go mm-hmm. through your training, and they build their customer base. I mean, what kind of what much higher of a profit margin are that are they looking at when they don't have to go through like the third party and through the trucking company and everybody else? They have their own customer. They have their own freight. Um, what 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 type of margins are they looking at? Well, you know, you figure that if you're dealing with, you know, and I'm going to say, and I'm going to hope and pray that all of them out there, which I know, unfortunately, and what I'm about to state isn't correct, okay? But I'm going to say that every broker out there is 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 100%, you know, orientated towards the trucks, okay, and have the truck's mm-hmm. best interest in mind, okay. They should see, on an average, anywhere from a fifth, from a five to fifteen percent, okay, 
increase by cutting out the you know the the, the okay. broker and going direct. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, yes, guys, it's untrue. It's, it's unreal. There are brokers out there that are taking thirty percent off on the load. Okay. I I wished it wasn't that case. Okay. You know, I mean, but it does happen. You know. So, but in the worst case, they should be able to see at least a 15%, you know, 10 to 15% margin increase, you know, on, on overall, you know, load. So that could be easily be anywhere from, from three to $500 per load, you know, uh, depending on the type of freight that you're hauling. You know, I mean, if it's just regional stuff, you know, um, going from like, you know, a local, say 500 mile radius, uh, you know, or 700 mile radius, you know, it could be 150 or 200 dollars. You know, but that's fuel money. You know, I mean, that's that's your money to run right. your fuel. You know, so you know, I mean, um, if the brokers are are, are truck orientated and understand that the trucks are their customers, also, you know, um, one of the things that I did teach Ron is not jump from broker to broker. Don't look at the load boards every single day and go from this one to that one. You know, find you some good solid brokers. If you must use brokers out there until you get your database, you know, or your customer base built, um, build your rapport with these guys, okay? Get to know them. You know, let them know where your trucks are at. Let them know what's going on, you know, and where you're going to be on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know. Um, get to know them by first name. Get to know, you know, you know what sports they like. You know what their what their pet's name is. You know, get a personal relationship. You know, with that person. You know, because then you'll get to see some of the better loads. Because believe me, companies like C H Robinson, Landstar, uh, you know, some of the top brokerages out there, they don't use these load boards for you know. You don't show. They don't show you all their best loads. The ones that are their their oh, their core carriers. The ones that they really have rapport with, you know, they call them. Like I got a company right now, you know, um, that uh, you know I'm, I'm doing a little bit of stuff on the side with, you know, um, but I've got a company where I'm pulling loads on a regular basis, pretty much out of uh, you know North Carolina, you know, for a company I'm working with, um, you know, because I do that during the day just to help somebody out, you know, and to help my, you know, also help myself out. But I got. Uh, like on Monday, you know, I got one carrier because I know what they do. I know who they are. I got one gentleman that I deal with. I called him last Friday and gave him six loads in one whack. Didn't even have to post them, okay? So don't ever think mm-hmm. that the best loads, okay, uh, are on the load boards because they're not, okay? You know, um, the load boards are, are usually where, you know, you, you put things out that, you know, that <laughs> – you know, let's just see if this is going to move, you know. So, right, you know, pick right. you out a handful of, you know, of uh, brokers that, that, you know, if that's what you've got to work with. Say you're only a one-truck operation, okay, you know, because most of the bigger companies like Tyson and stuff like that, they want to see, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 trucks, you know. You're the owner-operator, mm-hmm. single guy, and you got one, maybe two, maybe three trucks, okay? And so it's a hard time for you to get the direct shippers. You know, find you some core carriers in the lanes that you want to run, okay? If it's Atlanta to, to, to Dallas, if it's, uh, 
if it's New York to to, to uh, Chicago, whatever you want to do and whatever you want to specialize in, okay, find you some key brokers that are paying you on time, that are taking care of you, that have the needs that you need for your truck, and build rapport with them, guys, okay? I see far and far too often now, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when I was in the brokering arena full time, you know, um, I never hardly ever posted my loads, you know. I mean, um, I, I didn't need to, you know. I mean, I, I was running flatbed freight, uh, mostly, uh, you know, uh, lumber loads off in, uh, off in uh, the West Coast, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Utah, and I had core carriers. Well, what I've seen today is there's not so much of that, you know. I mean, there is some of that going on, but it's not as much pre- prevalence as it was you know, um, back, you know, 2000, 2001, you know, um, you know, so that's a key thing that you've got to do, you know, treat, treat them as the same as you would a direct customer, you know, get to know these guys, because when you got to go back to them and ask them for 50 bucks or a hundred bucks, it's not, Hey, Mr. Broker. It's now, Hey, Jim, Hey, Fred, you know, you got that personal relationship with them. And it's the same thing when you're building your customer base, your direct customer base. You know, call that guy up on the phone that you want to get to know as your direct customer and you're wanting to work with him and call him up and go, man, you know, I understand freight's slow right now. You know, all I want is to be able to haul one load for you and show you that I'm going to be there. You know, what what's rate that you need to do it at? You know, and then build that rapport with that guy. You know, just call him up sometimes and talk to him about, you know, if you find out he likes fishing, call him and talk to him about fishing. Don't even talk to him about freight. You know, call him and ask him, you know, hey, how'd, uh, how'd that fishing trip you went on Saturday go? You know, get to know these guys. You know, get to know them because they're the ones that are going to either give you the freight or they're not going to give you the freight. You know, and so it's, you know, it's a situation to where, you know, you can't just make that, firm, you know, that one phone call. Okay, to a shipper that you would want to do business with, and never ever sure. ever follow up with them. You know, you know when right. you call, try and make it more personal. Try and get it to the point to the level that you know they know who you are and you know who they are. You know, you know, and get to know, you know, get to know that person. You know, because then there's more of a bond there. You know, so you know, start off slowly. You know, build slowly. You know. You know, build with build with uh, a long-term goal in mind of where you want to be, you know, where you want to see this potential customer you might be working with, you know, in a year from now. You know, um, if he says right now I don't have freight, you know, right now uh, things are slow for me, right now things are, you know, uh, we're not adding new carriers, ask him, well, when would be a good time to call you back? And when they tell you, call me back in six months, guess what? Put it on your calendar. Put it on Google's got a fantastic calendar. Some people like Microsoft Outlook. Whatever you got use for a, for a uh, calendar, put it on the calendar. Six months down the road, call that client back. Call that customer back and talk to him. Hey, you remember me? I talked to you on this day, and <clears throat> we talked about this, this, and this, and uh, you said call you back in six months. Well, here I am. Right. You know, well, because that well, first well, phone call, and you- huh? And, and you all, you all, you also help them uh, build their customer base and 
and uh, you know show them how to do it and everything. And so what? How how we we've got 12 minutes here remaining. What? Um, so what's the best way to get a hold of? You just go to a1freighttraining.com. Yes, go to a1freightbrokertraining.com, um, or else call me on my phone. My phone's always either in my cell phone on my hip, or uh, it's always, you know, it's close by. It's uh, 828-348-4921. Um, call me directly. Okay. You know, um, I'm always available. You know, um, so, you know, don't hesitate picking up the phone and giving me a call. You know, my phone number's on my website. Uh, if you look on YouTube, I'm pretty much predominant on YouTube um, under freight broker training. And that, at the end of every... Uh, that video that I shoot, I always give my phone number out, you know, so I'm, I'm, you know, call me Sunday evening, you know, hey, I'm available, you know, you know, that's one of the things I always said that when I started this, I'm going to be available to the guys, you know. Yeah, and the training you can, the training you can provide is, is online, that's what I like, it's just online, and uh, so they can even, they can even do this from their truck with their laptop, Right, and right. um and, and then you said you offer you, you offer the support you offer the support through the video emails which you send me a lot of which are really great and right. uh, and then then what I like is you just you constantly have the uh, constant feedback and the and the support you give them uh, as they're building their business that's that's correct you know that's correct you know so but uh, whatever the guys need out there you know, don't ever hesitate to to call me. You know, so. But. Yeah, well, well I, uh, I found you. I found you on YouTube. It actually is how I how I located you. So, I mean, if you go to YouTube and just type in a freight broker or eight one freight broker, uh, they're going to see all your videos up there. <laughs> and I'm constantly putting new <laughs> ones out all the time. You know, I mean, I try and. You know, if somebody shoots me an email at uh, a1freighttraining at gmail dot com and asks me a question, you know, uh, you know, I, I try and uh, gear my questions or my videos around the questions that I've been asked. You know, I try and keep them informative. I try and keep them, you know, to where you know the guys can, you know, I've had a lot of people. I did one not too long ago on using SIC codes to find your shippers and stuff, you know, and and I've had a lot of people call me and say, you know. That one was really good. I really liked that one. That's what got me enticed about you, you know. Is you know, I'm I'm here to be of service to people. I'm here to help people, you know, and help them, you know, any way I can. Well, I know you've helped a lot of people, and um, uh, our last show, I know, I got a lot of e lot of emails from our last show that when when we had you on, and uh, I'm sure some of them called you and contacted you. And, oh yeah, uh, I had uh, some just, really good clients out of that. Yeah, and um, uh, you just offer excellent service, and I think in today's, I mean, if I was an owner operator, I would much rather today I would much rather have my own customers <laughs> than having to go through brokers and having to go through all that mess. But it does take a lot of work and takes a lot of effort. It's not going to it's not going to happen overnight. But you kind of walk them through the the steps, and uh, uh, you've had some. Uh, You've had some very successful clients, I know. Some clients I know that were driving have actually been able to uh, leave driving, and now they're just uh, brokers full-time. That's correct. That is correct. You know, I mean, uh, 
I've got, uh, I had one gentleman that used to drive for uh, uh, J.B. Hunt. You know, uh, he left J.B. He had a very good driving career and uh, decided he was just getting to the point where he wasn't, uh, couldn't, his health wouldn't allow him to be on the road any longer. And uh, name's Rick. He's up in Tennessee and uh, he's doing very well. Um, one of the uh, top agents that I trained uh, is now working for a, a major brokerage out there, and uh, her husband seen what she was doing, and uh, he he uh, came out of the truck and uh, started brokering right alongside of her, and uh, they're doing very well. They're down in Texas, you know. Um, I, I, I've got the guy out in California by the name of Tom who owns Eagle Transportation. That uh, you know he, uh, he he's doing he's doing quite well you know, with what he's doing, you know, um, I had the opportunity to work with him last year, you know, so yeah, I've had several, uh, you know, trucking companies. As a matter of fact, um, some of the owner operators that I've trained, you know, um, and, and worked with, you know, um, do make some of the better brokers and it's simply because of the fact that they understand the truck side of the business. You know, right. I may have to teach them on sales. I may have to teach them and educate them on how to work with the the manufacturers and stuff. But when it comes down to the trucks, they understand what the guys are going through out there, and they and, and they understand that you know what that's their customer also. Right. Well, you can uh, you can show people how to build a successful business uh, even during a recession. So pretty amazing, but. Um, but, well, uh, six minutes down. Jack, thanks for coming back on the show. I uh, wish you all the best, and uh, I hope we help you. And um, people need to just check out your site. And like I said, when you can build a successful business uh, in a recession, that's, that's saying a lot. But I appreciate you coming right. back on. Good luck to you. Okay. Alan, I thank you very much. All right. Take care now. We'll be in touch. Okay. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Uh, just check out, you can check it out at uh, a1freight.com, and uh, I would definitely recommend you do so. Uh, um, very, very high reputation in the broker business and uh, does, does a lot of good. So a1freighttraining.com, you can find his email there and his phone numbers, and like he said, just give him a call, and he'll be glad to talk with you. And um, about five minutes down. So our next show is May 11th, 2009 at 7.30 p.m. Concealed weapon permit and the CDL truck drop will be our focus. And as someone uh, who can often find themselves in dangerous areas across our country, shouldn't you as a driver be able to carry a weapon in your truck for protection without any from the law? or is your Second Amendment right under the U.S. Constitution being violated? So we'll be, take, we'll be talking about that and guns in commercial motor vehicles next time on Monday, May 11, 7.30 p.m., talking about the concealed weapon permit and uh, carrying guns in the commercial motor vehicles. I hope you join us then. Until next time, uh, for Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe, and thanks for listening. Never crossed the line 
Thank you. 